everyone, and welcome to Bring the Virtual Balance from the Office of Health and Wellness. My name is Nisha, and I am joined by my fellow peer mentors, Bella Hi and Giselle. everyone. Um, my name is Bella, and I'm one of the paws at the Office of Health and Wellness. And today, I'm going to talk to you about Polish health habits, because that is where I'm from. Hi, everyone. My name is Giselle, and I'm also a popular mentor at the Office of Health and Wellness at Baruch. And today, I'm going to be talking about cultural health habits and beliefs that we have in Mexico, because that's also, I mean, that's where I'm from. And I'm going to be discussing Indian health habits um, that we have, and I guess we can get started now. Um, so today we are actually discussing cultural health habits, as you guys might know. Um, it's going to be more geared toward um, some of our norms we have. So cultural ha health habits refer to understanding how your personal culture experiences um, affect your values, perspective on the world, and behavior, and that's referred to having a strong sense of cultural health. So this program actually has a mixture um, of focus of physical and emotional on the wellness field, and a life with meaning, transcendence, actualization of many human qualities and talents are all components of wellness. And um, the next one is uh, spiritual health, which is balance between physical, psychological, and social facets in life, and emotional well-being, which is all about being aware of your thoughts, your feelings, your fears, whether positive or negative, um, as that represents emotional well-being, and work hard to successfully control your emotions and, success and stress. Lastly, physical health on the wellness wheel, which are the conditions um, of one's body as it enables a person to engage in activities in and as a disclaimer we are aware that um there there's an endless list of habits amongst different cultures and even from household to household they may differ and you may or may not take on the habits that we mentioned today but we would like to emphasize that all the habits that we discuss are entirely subjective to us and our experiences and our information is not entirely factual. It's solely for um, learning a variety of habits that supposedly exist and how they may um, differ in other parts of the world. And as you may know, habits are, you know, shared for, through like mouth to mouth, like from generation to generation. It's like that game of telephone when like it's, it starts as one thing and then it ends up as another. So if you don't maybe relate to the same habits that we discussed today don't feel like you're doing something wrong or it's like weird because it's it's entirely subjective yeah yeah that was uh very well said that's basically like what um this podcast is here for discussing our habits that are constantly ever-changing whether it's like something new that you covered a year ago or whether it's generational or something that's been there for like decades so um, I'm going to actually get started by asking Bella, generally, what's your definition of cultural habits? Like, what would you describe cultural, cultural habits, habits as? is just appreciating um, your, like, the diversity of, of experiences that, you know, you, you experience <laughs> in your life and that get intertwined with our daily habits. And they're more to do with how we take care of ourselves and 
how we prevent sickness and um, maintain a healthy lifestyle. So, you know, like those grandma, grandma remedies that you hear about and um, they're basically here for us to develop a lifestyle that represents our own version of well-being. And Giselle, I want to ask you, what is your importance of cultivating and maintaining these healthy cultural habits? Um, so healthy lifestyle choices can help people avoid illnesses, including high blood pressure, heart diseases, and strokes. And if you take care of yourself, you may maintain a healthy blood pressure and cholesterol levels. This maintenance um, maintains a healthy blood flow and lowers your risk of cardiovascular problems. But it also depends, like some of the cultural habits I'm going to share from Mexico actually help pregnant women or even babies or even women who have um, backaches and could help relieve that backache. So I guess it all depends on the different cultural habits that one believes in and how it can cure the person. Yeah, um, and before we start discussing like, um, habits from our cultures, um, us as the Office of Health and Wellness, we would like to recognize that you may have the best intentions to maintain a healthy life and are taking care of yourself, but there may be health and, you know, health care disparities that may cause a barrier. So do know our student healthcare center is ready to support you and your health needs. We're located right on the third floor, so you can um, stop by and whenever you need any like resources or just you know you want to educate yourself about how to get like different um, checkups, we can guide you to the. Nisha, you want to get us started on your Indian health habits? Sure. Yes. Um, so I'm going to start discussing like different norms that we have um, in India. So. Um, something that's very like common is cooking in like, I don't know if you guys know, but like they're like Eastern pots. So they're, they're like metal pots and pans they are very like heavy duty, like metal, um, like utensils, pots, pans. Um, and they're more like, they're more for retaining moisture. So it's, it's known to like, if you, if you're using these pans, you're going to like, naturally use less oil because it's it's gonna already ha like retain a lot of moisture in it um and also heat is retained so basically the quality of food of the dish is known to be like a much nicer when you're cooking in these uh, these eastern pots and pans because the heat the moisture is retained and that like correlates to the food quality where it's like basically consistent like nutritional um, levels and, and um, something else would be like uh, gender shots for instance we're really like into gender um, at least like maybe maybe not over India but like I know like some of like some of my family members they use ginger in, like absolutely everything whether it's tea whether it's their curries or in their or just like in their water they would just like put a little bit of ginger in everything and it's considered like a superfood ingredient. And um, it's very like normalized in my culture. Like even if we're just putting in water, it might taste weird to other us. It's like, it's kind of just like normal. But now it got so that. like, I guess gentrified, um, and you would say. Like everyone does it. And like they sell those little ginger shots in the little bottles. Exactly. Now it's getting more normalized yeah. because they have it in like supermarkets. 
actually going to get breakfast. I saw like that they now. had like those little shot bottles of, and they go for like five dollars yeah. for like a tiny <laughs> little bottle. Well, they're, yeah, uh, they taste really weird, but like sometimes they put like lemon and like oh. vinegar in it, so you don't taste it as much. Yeah. Um, and then. Like, just like how I mentioned before about the Eastern pots and pans, we also, um, we also drink from, like, copper utensils. So, the advantages of copper is, like, the water anti-inflammatory qualities. So, that basically, like, hasten the healing of wounds. Um, at least that's, like, a myth that if you drink from copper, you are, you're able to, like, heal from wounds. But that's basically what, like, what my parents believed for centuries. Does, wait, uh, but does it change the taste and, of the water? Like, does it add anything? Uh, I mean, some people might think so. Like Sometimes like, might it does be? taste a little bit like, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Like, I mean, some people are also very used to it. So. Yeah, and then we have. Um, <clears throat> it also apparently can improve skin triggering the formation of melanin um and something else we do is like we put spices in our tea so like for instance like black pepper turmeric red pepper uh powder and what that does is like it clears your sinuses or it prevents future sickness my dad always you have like tea every morning then like you're less likely to get sick and he always takes not ever getting sick for like Sometimes I will go like five years without even like getting sick, knock on wood. And he always thinks it's because of his, because of his tea. Um, and something else would be like keeping your head warm, apparently, like in the winter. Like my mom always says, if you wear a hat or like if your head is warm, the rest of your body is warm. Um, so, yeah, those are a couple of like norms that we have. Uh, oh, actually, lastly, would actually gargling water if you're sick. Um, uh, so something my mom does is she puts salt and apple cider vinegar, um, and she mixes it with, like, lukewarm water. And when we're sick, we just gar gargle it, and it gets rid of, like, you any have a question. I always hear, because I guess, like, turmeric became kind of, like, like, ginger got popular now. And I always hear people say that you should add mm -hmm. black pepper. If you're using turmeric, like, you need to add, you, you have to have black pepper to, like, go along with it to... I don't know, like activate it or like make it more um, like available to your body. Is that true? Like, do you do that? Um, I I do put black pepper and turmeric together because I feel like it's a good antioxidant and it has like a lot of like inflammatory properties together. Like it just both the ingredients even more powerful when you combine them. And I heard that it actually like People with high cholesterol, if you mix black pepper and turmeric, you can, like, lower your cholesterol levels. You, like, even, like, diabetics, like, both my parents, like, they, you know, suffer with diabetes. And um, sometimes they they put a lot of, like, it's kind of weird because you would think you put black pepper in food, right? Like, it's supposed to be, like, a seasonal, uh, not seasonal, what's it called for, it's, you're supposed to use it to season your food. And he just puts like scoops of black pepper in the tea, which is really weird, but apparently it's supposed to control your blood sugar and it's supposed to be really good for your gut, your, like for gut. But, yeah. Um, 
So what about you, Bella? What about um, some Polish health habits? Pretty similar. We talked about this before with dressing warm. Your mom always said to cover your head. But we always, and at least my family, they always said to cover like the low of your back or like wear a long jacket or like not wear a crop top in the winter or anything like that to keep your kidneys warm because then you're gonna get a UTI if you don't keep your kidneys warm or like if you sit on a cold surface you will get a UTI that's probably a myth but that's what we always like the low of your back was more emphasized than like covering your head um we also drank hot tea but we always put lemon in it because especially after you come back from the outside if it's like winter and you come inside you you drink a like hot cup of tea with lemon I guess it's for the vitamin c and it like boosts your or like helps your immune system to like stay on on track and like stay good but we always add the like the the lemon after the tea has kind of cooled down a little bit because apparently if you put lemon into like boiling water or really hot water the vitamin c won't it like will disintegrate and won't be active anymore um, another thing we do is we eat a lot of like probiotic foods. So like yogurts, kefir, and fermented foods like sauerkraut and pickles and beets. And I, I guess now it's also like popularized to eat fermented foods like kimchi, like we call it superfood. Because when you ferment food, um, certain bacteria like create and they inhibit growth of like other harmful bacteria like salmonella or H. pylori or E. coli. So that I guess helps you like prevent sickness or prevents you from getting sick. And uh, what I also read is that during fermentation, um, lactic acid bacteria, they synthesize vitamins and minerals so they can actually like produce minerals that you can retain in your body, um, which is what also helps you like stay healthy and like not um, get sick. Um, another thing we do is <clears throat> another addition to tea is we add um, raspberry syrup, which apparently has salicylic acid in it. And that's the same um, active ingredient as in painkillers. So it can apparently allegedly help you fight fever and um, like help if you're like feeling sick, it, it can help you like get rid of the sickness. But again, that might be just, you know, like, just just saying that because it like makes the tea sweet and it tastes good and you want to drink it more. Um, another thing we do, I think a lot of people do this actually for like urinary infections or like kidney problems, like drinking cranberry juice or just eating cranberries. I think that's very, at least in the United States, I think it's pretty popular. And I read that it helps because it contains a bunch of different vitamins and fiber and other micro elements. And it like I read that it actually moves the bacteria that like sits in your urinary tract that causes your infection and it moves it and like gets rid of it. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, another thing that I, I think a lot of people like that's that's like the, their favorite habit that I always talk about is if you're feeling sick, is taking a shot of vodka with a lot of black pepper in it. So like Nisha mentioned, black pepper can like warm you up from the inside and like is, is what did you say, Nisha? It's like antibacterial or, or like anti-inflammatory? Antibacterial. Uh, so 
we add I'm like sorry. a whole bunch of black pepper to a uh like a fair fairly sized shot of vodka because the vodka if if you do drink alcohol like it you know that it like it can warm you up and it feels just like warm right on the inside and apparently it also eases like stomach acids so if you have a stomach ache it can like get rid of the excess gastric acids and it can help you get rid of your stomach ache and with the black pepper it just makes you feel better and last habit i actually got from my dad and to put it into perspective like my grandpa which is my dad's dad he was a doctor and a surgeon and he recommended him to if he has a ear infection to put a hot egg into it and apparently it helps i tried it and it it, it just like is just warm and it feels nice on on the ear but if it's recommended you know it was recommended by a doctor i feel like it has has to have something in it <laughs> and i think that's that's about it from the habits that at least i'm sure there's much more um health habits that polish people have that are like maybe more specific to to polish culture but those are the ones that i mainly practice and use in maybe enough if not used then like you know think about in my daily life what about you Giselle okay so um actually in mexico there's this belief that it's better to treat yourself at home and like do um how do you say like natural habits instead of going to the doctor so in mexico there's actually like a lot of like cultural habits and i'm going to share quite a few Some might sound dangerous, but they're not like it people have done it and it's actually worked. Um but I'm going to start with like a simple one. So a simple one would be chicken broth like when people um get sick or like they have a stomach ache or um they have a fever. It's good to make them a chicken broth with um lots of vegetables as that like helps them feel better and felt, helps them like relieve um fast. And that's usually like done a lot like Also if someone just came out like of the hospital or, like of a surgery or something they're usually given like chicken broth to help them like feel better and um have like you know feel like get that pain away and another one would be um tea so in Mexico there's like, like a lot of different teas and um I'm going to be honest some teas I don't know how you say them like actually in English cuz it's just like I've heard of them in Mexico but um the first one would be um the ruda and basically this tea is um helps you like if you're let's say you got like um angry with someone and like you're in a fight and like you're very angry with that person and like or you just like received some like terrible news like a death or something this tea will like help you relax and like accept the situation and also like calm down that anger and um there's also this tea called romero And I think it's rosemary rosemary um tea but this tea is like if you're feeling stressed you drink it and it takes the um the stress away and it also helps you feel calm but um actually like in Mexico they get the rosemary like the actual leaves and they they like dry them and put them in like your neck so basically um if you put them like all over your neck the rosemary leaves it um it takes um the stress away and also takes like neck pain and there's also the detila which is also the same um like if you just receive like any bad news that's a tea that um helps you calm down and helps you feel better and then another cultural habit would be um as i said 
there's some that I don't know the, the name in English, but this is called um, Pan Puerco. And basically it's a cream made out of like pork skin. So if a, a child is like, they're having like a stomach ache and um, after like eating, preferably like a baby, if they're feeling bad, they get this like cream and like they put it around their stomach and massage the stomach. And basically that, um, that helps them feel better. Better. Actually, that that they did that on me when I was a child. Um, I used to get stomach aches, so they used to put that like pork pork cream around like my stomach, and actually does like help. Um, there's also another one called there's this flower called sumiate. I I don't know how you say that in English, but it's basically like this leaf, and um, this leaf is like, let's say like you um, you just like left someone that you love or like your mom traveled the way and like you miss her and like you're really missing this person then basically they get this leaf called sumiate and um they put it like around your head and like for some reason this leaf actually takes like that um not pain but that that, that you're missing someone it takes it away um apparently my cousin when her mom was like traveling and like she um she really missed her mom. They put that that flower like around her head, and it actually like helped her. Like she stopped like you know missing her mom. Like it's it's obvious she's gonna miss her mom, but she didn't miss her as much. Like she was like literally like so like missing her so much, and that helped like take that away. And um, another one is breast milk. So when a woman um you know how they have like breast milk um if someone has like eyes um they have allergies or like they have like pain in their eyes or there's like something like with their eyes then it's good to get like a little bit of breast milk from pregnant like from women and just a little bit like drops and then they clean the um the person's eyes with that breast milk and it takes the pain's eye away and also like the allergies it takes them away and that helps them feel better um and it's at I think it's a lot of people like you actually use it in Mexico like they use the breast milk to clean their eyes I think some even um used it to clean like their face yeah which, I heard um, breast milk is really good for like your skin and like like everything like people make soap out of it too and like wash their um, body with it yeah I didn't know that but I know that they use it for like skin um and like for their eyes too and then another one will be okay this sounds this may sound dangerous but it's not because actually like there's um a lot of places in Mexico that do this, but um, sometimes like when people have like a backache, um, like their back hurts a lot, like sometimes they can't even like stand up to like walk or anything. So they take them to this woman um, and they have a name, but I, I can't recall the name, but basically what these people do is, um, and they've done it for like years, they get like a, a cup of glass, but they're like small cups and they put um, alcohol in it and then it's like multiple cups. They put them on like the back of the person and then they light up the, the cups with fire. And um, that actually takes like the pain away. It's when they take off the cups, it's after the skin is like sticking to the cup. And it's like, you see the skin actually standing up and like fitting into the cup and it like takes the pain away. And that's, I know it's actually a business in Mexico. Like it actually works. I think my mom, Actually, there's a place here in the Bronx where my mom, she was having like a backache and she went and they actually like did that on her and it really works. Some people think it's dangerous, but like these people have done it for like years. So it's not really dangerous as long as they know what they're doing with that. Um, and then 
another one would be the evil eye so in mexico a lot of people believe in like the evil eye like someone looks like you um but you know with like the evil eye and what can take it away is if you clean the um the person's with an egg like if like a hard um egg you just clean them with that egg it actually takes like the evil that they gave you and it helps you feel better like sometimes an evil eye in mexican causes stomach ache headaches um fever shivers but with the egg taking that um cleaning you with the egg it actually takes the egg takes that away and um it's weird because when you crack the egg you can see like you can see it differently like i don't know but like if you if you do this like you act you could actually tell that the egg actually take it away and then another Another one is so this is for like pregnant people or like people that just gave birth and um if they're not producing breast milk something there's this drink that they add like corn mashed up corn and then cinnamon and sugar and they blend it together and then give it to a, a woman that just gave birth and basically with that the woman is able to um produce breast milk and feel their their kids and then this one is also for um woman that just gave but there's this leaf called um temazcal and basically they burn it and they put it like in a big um tub and there's like literally fire like around it like a chimney they put fire around it and the purpose is for a woman to go inside that tub and feel like the hot like if they feel like how hot it is the more the more they feel it then the more it'll help them feel better and also like get um the breast milk and relieve any pain they had after like giving birth and then another one this is the last one i have um or that i know of is in mexico is usually that a lot of kids get um stomach aches so a lot of them don't go to the doctors to actually treat it because they they don't really do like anything over there so there's this belief that if you um if you get like grease from a sheep and like you put it and you blend it with like juice of like everything they ate this is for little kids with like everything they ate and you mix it and then they drink it that takes it away and apparently it worked because they did that with my my uncle when he was a child i think he was like two years old and he was like literally like dying and they did that and like it helped him feel better and it took the stomach away but um yeah that's pretty much it on my cultural habits it's so cool to hear because like when you compare all of our habits like i feel like my polish habits are much more like body focused mm-hmm. like oh to take like this ache away or something and yours are so much like also into like your mental well-being and stuff like to calm you or like to take away the evil eye that's really cool to mm-hmm. to know and i think like when you mention all these teas like i i'm taking this class called medicinal chemistry right now and you know, everything we're learning, like all these medicines, all these drugs, like they started out from a plant or like from some kind of like natural place. Like it, it was like a flower or yeah. or leaf or something. So like when we think like, oh, it may be weird or like it's it doesn't really work because it's like a tea or something like that's how medicines that we use today also started out. So it's not even, you know, it's like some people may think it's not as as like it as effective but it that's how people back in the day did it and that's that's mm-hmm. how scientists now like got it from so yeah in mexico 
but they believe a lot in leaves and that could like take away the pain rather than it's better than just taking natural ha um natural habits than going to um the doctor for them yeah i think same thing um with indians we really really like tea like tea is like you not only it's like herbal tea help you like rejuvenate your body but it also is like a bonding factor for us like in the morning like i like after i wake up i sit down i have tea with my parents and it's like that chance is to like talk and to bond um and to really connect so i really feel like tea is just more like to you know rejuvenate you and to like help prevent different sicknesses and sinuses and just all these different things because they have such powerful herbs in them um and different spices that can like really boost your immunity um but at the end of the day it's also like a very habitual like thing part of your routine you know in the morning you have tea in the evening and night and um it's just an amazing connecting factor like sometimes when like i haven't seen like my best friend for a while i'm like hey let's catch up with tea like we would make some um, tea, we would sit on the couch, we would talk about like whatever. Um, and it's just, it's, it's amazing like how all our habits are so different, but we all have like a, mm -hmm. an interesting primary focus. I wish Polish yeah. people came back more so, to like tea. Cause I, I think a lot of, at least like in Poland, it's, it's getting really like dominated by Western medicine and people get actually very, um, Oh yeah, Joy, we talked yesterday, it was all about like the, um, traditional African medicine and stuff like that. It definitely like resonates with all we said today, but I, I noticed that a lot of um, Polish people, they like rely on doctors and rely on like Western medicine. And it, it like, it's not as, it's not good because then you, you create this resistance to antibiotics and because you take them so much, your body becomes so used to it that it you don't even it doesn't work the same. So I wish we came back more to like our, our roots, I guess, and like you know used more natural remedies. A hundred percent. I feel like sometimes it's it's be, it's literally become a habit that like oh you're sick here's like leftover antibiotics from your previous sickness. And you're just like, you're taking it so much that your body doesn't respond to it anymore because you completely abandon like natural remedies and like taking care of yourself the way that your body knows how to. Because the body, like literally the body wasn't built to like take all these like medicines and like, you know, things that were physically made. And the body is built to like take natural like plants, herbs, um, things that were built from the ground up because that is how like we're meant to function as humans. And that's like, you know, just like Bella said, like we have to get reminded of our roots. And I think that's exactly why we're doing this podcast. So we can, um, you know, really like know everybody comes from a different place. Everyone has different roots that they're accustomed to and we should appreciate it and continue like practicing and exercising these habits so they can like continue on for generations ahead. Um, so any final comments about- I think what I like take away from this was that even though our habits may have sounded different or like they're not as, they're not super similar. We have so many, we do have so many similarities and like they all kind of go back to the same principles 
like me, we may be using different methods of like treating something, but they all stem from like the same principle. And it's, I think it's very beautiful that we can like all relate, like people from totally two different sides of the world can relate in this one thing like tea. And I think it's really something that we should cherish and cultivate. Yeah, and also, like, for me, um, I actually didn't realize, but when Nisha shared about the pots, I remember that in Mexico, a lot of people use this um, pots, and they're called pots de barrio, and it it makes the food, like, more um, more nutritious, and it helps them, like, eat more healthy, and I didn't realize until Nisha actually shared that, that it was, like, a similarity between India and Mexico, so it was for the podcast. Yeah. Like, I was so accustomed to using these, like, copper utensils, and these, like, traditional um, pots. And I was, like, it wasn't until recently that I learned, like, what it's actually for. I thought it was more mm -hmm. of, like, a decor, like, a decorative thing. And, like, oh, this is just something that we've been using for centuries. But it's, like, actually, like, people who really, like, kind of, like, dig deep and, and understand why they're using what they're using, they're doing it to retain moisture. They're doing it to retain like their ingredients, the nutrition inside the food, they're using less oil because of that. And like, little do you know, how you serve your food is very correlated to like how healthy it can be. You know, like a lot of these days, what do people do? They put preservatives, they put a bunch of salt to keep your food healthy and, and not healthy, sorry, to keep your food um, fresh, quote unquote fresh. And it's interesting how there's like different things like using um, copper utensils, um, pots to do basically the same thing, but without all the extra um, nonsense, really. So I think with that in mind, we can conclude this conversation today. And um, before we end, I would like to for all of you here who are listening and maybe later who are listening to reflect back on this conversation and realize how much diversity and uniqueness we all share in our cultures as we all come from different backgrounds and customs. And I'd like to thank all of you for joining. And if you have any questions or comments, um, email us at joy.allison.baruch.cuny.edu or message us on this Instagram at baruchpause. And we are happy to talk and, you know, keep this conversation going. So keep an eye out uh, for future podcasts and events. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye, Bye. everyone. Yeah.